lie to you guys. It's prime meat beat hours, and I'm here. Because I love all of you. Because I have to produce this content. Because if I don't do it, who's going to do it? down the goddamn desktop so it stops looking like Jesus is behind me. <sighs> Alright, and I'm back with another episode of, oh it's a new name actually, uh, real off topic, it took me a second, um, it's just me today, just Sly, at, uh, no Jake, no Mark, um, they did not watch the film right now and I wanted to go actually create some content with you guys I'm not gonna lie though, I'm, a, I'm a little nervous uh, it feels a little different just doing it by yourself as opposed to um, put all that papers back here Oops. there we go Uh, had to get rid of some papers. I'm, I'll probably cut that part out. But it's a little weird. Just recording by myself as opposed to having Jake or Marky over here to make some jokes off of or some shit, you know? But, um, you know, we've been recording for about a year now, I think. Damn near, if not. And uh, the issue we just keep having is consistency with our content, either because of schedules or just equipment malfunction now you know when something fucks up when you, when you want to do something it kind of makes you feel like what's the point of doing it if every time I try to do it something fucks up but at the same time you know working is the only way to get over those fuck ups to figure out alright well this is, this is what fucked up next time I know not to do it Oh, wow, this fucks up. Now I know how to fix this. You know what I'm saying? And so, <clears throat> uh, what, you know, kind of decided to do is to try to make, just work on not all of us having to be there for content. Um, so I decided to be the first one to do it. Just like a little solo, a little solo review. Sometimes it might be me. Sometimes I might be with my partner. Maybe just the two of us. Like you saw with me and Mark, you know, the last pod, I think, the last episode. Um, and then eventually getting them to, you know, just two of them or just one of them since, you know, they don't really have the equipment to really record, but to get them used to do, being able to do it um, and knowing how to do it just so they can, you know, tear it up. Um, as I'm sure you're aware, we changed the name from the Spill Center. Um, we kind of did that because Spill Center kind of sounded a little gossipy. Like, we don't be, we not, we not pillow talking. <laughs> So it sounds like too much of a gossip podcast and Mark has been pushing for the name 
uh, off topic since the beginning, since before we even started the pod. And so I just added a little rail, like a movie rail on it. I guess it's rail podcast. Not railing, like you know, like how I rail, rail your auntie, but you know what I mean. So uh, I think that's pretty much all of the the things I needed to get out of the way. Oh, um, should be a new YouTube up at the at the time of this recording. Um, that should be up. I should be posting some clips from TikTok onto this. That I'll be there. Uh, Twitter and Instagram social media will be there. So make sure you follow us. Subscribe to the YouTube. Um, you know, I we I I don't know who listens to this. I have no idea, but. You listening is the reason why I know that there's there, that you know we can't do this if you know listening to an hour of some chance of us talking. So thank you. Um, that being said, um, I'm reviewing Saw X today. Full disclosure: I don't fucking like horror, <laughs> so it's really ironic that this is the movie that I'm fucking reviewing. But I I don't at all. Like I just I just don't. Um, it makes like the environment of horror from music to gore. It makes me squirmish. It makes me anxious. It is just not my vibe. Unfortunately, when you date white women, mentally ill white women, you just you just get sucked in. Um, so I have no history with Saw. Um, I watched I think Saw three. Is that the one with like the detective son? I think that is. I think I. If it's if it's not Saw three, correct me. I saw that one, and I just recently watched Saw one. Um. So. For this, so to jump into it, I didn't like the movie. I'm not a fan of the movie, not because it's horror. Because even though I'm not a fan of horror, I can still rec- I still feel like I do a good job of recognizing when something is actually a good movie and when I kind of boring. Um, the first half of the movie, I was just falling asleep. Like it didn't do anything for me. Um, I was in and out of it in the movie theater, and that's I've I've never had that happen. Like I've never been in a movie and just like fucking hit like one of these like fucking just um and I don't necessarily think it caught my attention in the second half either. Like I. It didn't do anything for me. Um, I watched it with my partner. I don't know if they enjoy it. You know, like I said, they, they're, they're deep into horror and shit. Um, but I, I have no idea if they even enjoy it because they were going to review it with me, but they're kind of, they're busy today. And so it's just me. So I, we actually didn't talk about if they actually enjoyed the film or not. So I have no, I have no idea if they did. Um, but it didn't do anything. Um, alright, so let's start off with it. So, we you know, we're starting off with the, with the main character, uh, John Kramer. Yeah, there we go. And, you know, obviously, he's being told that he has cancer. That his cancer's getting worse than he has. I think it was, I think in the movie they said two or three months to live. Something along those lines. And so, we kind of spend the first hour of just sitting with him. And kind of just be him dealing with the idea that he's going to die. And there's nothing he can really do about it now my issue with this is that i don't need to sympathize with psychopaths 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't care about this. I don't know how many people care about this, the actual storyline of Saw. I read up. I read, like, I fucking, I love lore. So I read through, like, the entire storyline. So I don't know how many people actually, like, how many people actually, that's bothering me a little bit. I don't know how many people actually care about the storyline of Saul, but this wasn't, this didn't do anything for me. Because even though I didn't watch the other movies, I know he had cancer. He's had cancer since the very first movie. We're on the 10th one. I, I didn't care to do, I didn't care about it. Um, Now, a lot of people have been asking, I know my roommate, you know, Jake, he was asking about like the eye trap that's like on the cover of the movie. And so in that trap, um, there was a guy who was like stealing from someone who was supposed to be sick. Jigsaw saw him and he put him in a trap. Now the issue with that, I couldn't distinguish if that actually happened or if Jigsaw was like fantasizing about the type of trap he could put that guy in. So I actually, cause after, you know, the trap is done, it, it switches, it goes back to Jigsaw watching the guy steal. Um, and you know, well, not watching him still, but like he sees him, the guy puts the, the stuff he was going to steal back. So I don't actually know if we're supposed to assume that that happened at some point or if that was just a, a fantasy that Jigsaw was having. Um, so I, I'm unsure about, I'm unsure about it in regards to that, but you know, he gets a call. Or rather, he goes to a, a cancer group, like a uh, like a group therapy session, and he um, and then later on he meets someone from that group therapy session who supposedly made a full recovery, and he tells um, John like, "Hey, this is what I did, and it worked. Obviously, I'm still healthy. I I had I think he said he had was a kidney cancer. I believe he said he had that he had two months to live or something like that, and he made a full recovery." So John does the exact same thing and he goes through, he meets all these people. He flies out to Mexico, you know, he has hope. And then, um, uh, he go, he meets all these people and he finds, finds out that all this shit was a hoax. He just, he just happens to, um, they take him to like a, a mansion in the middle of nowhere. And he just so happens to uh, like travel back, which I'm actually, I'm not even sure how he traveled back actually because so he takes a taxi to a certain point and then these two people jump out of a van and take him the rest of the way i can't and i think i don't know the implication yeah he, he's not supposed to know how to get there so i'm actually unsure how he managed to get back there like how he knew how to get back i should say um but um, but they basically pretended to do a brain surgery on him, and he he happens to go back to the mansion later on to like you know, happy, and um, and even in the state of his happiness, he's designing traps. We kind of see that he's not really with the shit anymore. He doesn't want to do this anymore. He you know he's like I'm cured. What reason do I have to keep being jigsaw? Uh, but by happenstance, he happens to go back to the house. Everything's emptied out. Nothing's there. He finds out they kind of like. Um, faked it essentially that you know he still had cancer they didn't do anything um, so obviously you know he captures um, all these people uh, I think it was five, I, think he, I think he got five and eventually turned into six 
That sounds about right. And he takes them to the house that they falsely operated him in, I believe. And so, so we're, all that was the base of the first half of the movie. Um, and again, I didn't care at all. Like, I don't know the rest of the Saw movies are like this, but it, uh, I don't believe so. Based on what I remember, they usually just kind of start off with a trap and then more trap, trap, trap. For the first hour of this movie to just be about him, you know, dealing with humanity, with, you know, dealing with death, I didn't care about it. Because, again, I don't need to sympathize with a psychopath. I don't, it doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't make sense for that to be a thing. So, we finally get to the traps. Alright, I'm awake. I took a bathroom break. We're back. We're back. We're in it. We're in it. And so, again, the traps, it shows that his, um, his apprentice Amanda is back. To my understanding, this one takes, this one is all, as well as the rest of them are, is a prequel that takes place between the first and second movies, I think, or the third and the second or third movie it takes place in between one of those. I, but I'm pretty sure it's the first and second movie that it takes place in between. So Amanda is back and they're putting people in this trap. Now the first, now... Again, none of the traps I cared about. Nothing was like... Like, I was squirmish. But again, I get easily squirmish when it comes to horror movies and gore and things along those lines. So it didn't do anything for me. Um, now, so... The first trap that happened was... He tied, like, a... He put this woman into, like, a, um, a soft um, type of trap that... She... There was a... Um, she was responsible for like sending his blood somewhere, right? So she had to amputate her leg and then take like a like a hose and send the blood um, to another uh, area. And it had to hit a certain amount of uh, weight, like the blood had to hit a certain weight count for her to be released. And so I didn't feel like there was like any struggle here. Like none of the chaps, I feel like the people struggled with the idea like, oh shit, I really have to do this. I, I really gotta. I gotta really do this, like so. So, so she's like, so, like uh, fucking cutting off her leg with the fucking, with the fucking string, fucking you know, fucking milking the cow and shit, and she fucking dies at the very last second with like, a, like a drop off or some shit, and just fucking you know, saw cuts her neck off. Cool, I guess that looks fine. And then um. Let me, and then, I can't, I think that a character that was introduced, Parker, came at this point, I'm pretty sure, and he gets knocked out. He gets knocked out. Oh, no, yeah, he comes at this point, and he gets knocked out, and they play his, and he's kind of evolved into the game now. But his game was kind of just like no guns, or something. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm pretty sure he brought a gun with him. I'm pretty sure his rules was just like, don't fucking use the gun. Don't leave the gun here. And the thing was that, right? Is that Amanda knocked him out when he came into the building. And, oh, I'm sorry. To give it back to Parker, he was supposed to be one of the people that they operated on. And he re he also realized it was fake. He came back to get his money back from the people who scammed him. Then, he, you know, he walks to the, because, you know, it's still the same house. So he walks into the house, gets knocked out by Amanda, wakes up, no guns. 
Now, like, so my thing is, are we supposed to believe that Jigsaw, who's like this crazy mastermind when it comes to all this tech, all this, all these traps and known people's entire life story, would leave a gun out with bullets in it? Was that supposed to be a plot point? Like, even if we're supposed to believe that Parker is dumb enough to believe that Jigsaw will leave his gun somewhere, like just within reach of him, fully loaded after knocking him out. At this point, like I said, I'm pretty sure it takes place from the second, the first and second movie that Jigsaw is this big killer. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, with all these traps, this big serial killer, he's designing all this. Why do you... You don't think it's weird that they just left your gun there? And I was, I was just like, well, obviously that gun doesn't work. Very clearly, the gun doesn't work. Um, I, I don't know if they if they show him checking if there's bullets in it or not. But if they did, it's like, you don't find this weird? All these traps, you don't have an inkling that he could have rigged the gun in some way, shape, or form. But to move on, the next victim was supposed to be the one that was actually doing the op actual operation on John. Like the brain surgery on John. So his was to dig inside his head and pull out uh I don't know if it was like pieces of his brain or pieces that John put in there. I don't know. But it was the same thing, right? It was a, it was on putting on a scale and to escape he had to hit a certain weight for the trap to deactivate. And again, when he's right he does it all and when he's right there, he misses at the very last second and he has like a, a trap and just fucking closes his head and he dies. Now, at this point, there's two traps where I didn't really feel like there was, like, an eternal struggle at all. But also that, what's the point of making these people kind of die very, very last second? Like, I didn't, I didn't feel like any, I didn't feel anything because I didn't care about these characters. I didn't care about their backstories. They're fucking scammers who, was, who were scamming people with false, like, uh, cancer surgery. Why would I care about what happens to them? Like I didn't feel I didn't feel anything for these for these first two deaths at all, and so it was just like, okay, he's dead. The exact same way, pretty much. The, the scale didn't meet the matter, and it's just like, okay, I guess. And so we move on to so you know then Amanda and. John are having like this little moment where they're kind of I'm sorry before this before that death John Amanda was kind of dealing with the idea that Amanda's upset that John's dying and him trying to comfort her through that and get her to deal with that mm, I didn't care about that either and it could be because this is a prequel I know that Amanda and John both die well obviously John dies but I know that Amanda dies too as someone who doesn't even watch the Saw movies like that, I know she fucking died. And so it was just like, okay. And so to 
jump back to wh where I was. Um, we are now. Oh, so Parker pulls up the gun, grabs the gun. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, third woman was a drug addict, and throughout her time on the stream, we were supposed to take that Amanda was kind of sympathizing with her a little bit. She was, as someone who was a drug addict, she was like, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're on drugs, you do things that isn't like you. It's very much opposite of who you are. And she's kind of sympathizing with her throughout uh, the meeting a little bit. And I was just like, I still didn't care, but I do understand what they were trying to do. That part could have hit. I just feel like the acting wasn't there it. Not to say that you know these people who play these parts aren't good actors at all. I just think that the dialogue written and how it was filmed didn't exactly capture what they were, what the director and the writers were trying to go for, for it to hit in any shape or form. Um, maybe it will hit with Saw fans, you know, people who've seen Amanda more than I have, or people who've seen Jigsaw and other films, or you know what I'm saying can kind will kind of care a little bit more will kind of feel that a little bit more this idea that here's this guy who's a psychopath but he, what he all he wants to do is make people appreciate have an appreciation for life that he can't live and i get that but again at the end of the day he's still a psychopath to me i don't really care to sympathize with the idea that he, you're still killing people like I, in the very first movie you killed someone for calling off work he called off work sick and you set him on fire. That's 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 insane. So it was just like day. <laughs> Yo, imagine calling off work and fucking jigsaws in the corner room like you know you fucked up, dog. <laughs> it's about to be me and you <laughs> and this little puppet. But um yeah, I, so maybe just I don't have a connection to like Amanda as a character and that's why I just didn't care about the scene. Um, let me know in the comments. Did you care about, did you care about Amanda at all? Did you care about that scene? Did you care about this half, that first half of the movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, was there something that I just am not understanding in regards to that? But moving on, so the drug leader so what they do is they kind of they shrink her up where to where she has one she has one chain on one arm attached to one arm and then another chain to the opposite leg so if it was right arm it's left leg and she's kind of just dangling right and there's uh like a some a machine that's like uh radiating like radi radiation i believe and what she has to do is there's like a like a hammer that she has and she's supposed to like um basically smash like her appendages to, to like to like loosen it and like slip out of the cuffs while the radiation is blasting her and so she releases the she releases the first she releases her hand uh, no no i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry she releases her leg first and she like swings out of the way of the machine and i can feel like this is supposed to be a moment that is like a sighting like oh my gosh first person that actually lived she actually got away but me my but did the fucking machine if she's like dangling here right the fucking machine just goes bitch what 
Where are you going? It just fucking moved. And me and my partner just fucking started dying. We were just... Because, fucking imagine, you're, you're going through it, you're like, oh, fuck. I fuck it. No fucking way. <laughs> no. F but, no. Um, she does She does release her arm. She falls on the ground, and she supposedly lives. And right before they send her out to uh, the hospital, Parker, they turn around. Parker is now holding the gun that they just left loaded within reach of him. And, you know... Walks them down to the uh, to where the last victim is, like basically the leader of this whole organization. I, ah, shit, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry. Um, ah, fuck. Ah, I can't remember her name. I'm sorry, but um, you find out that basically, but she, she's basically the head of this operation. Um, that she's been doing this for eight years. I think they, they said that they were doing somewhere between five to eight years that they've been kind of tricking people into doing this and taking like hundreds of hundreds of thousands from people truly believing that they were going to get better. And so they, so obviously, so you find out that Parker and her were secret, let's call her boss lady. You find out that Parker and boss lady, uh, were actually lovers that Parker, he was never, he was never a, um, a, a patient. He, he was just someone who was just there to kind of further put on a ruse of pretending to be a patient to, to be like, nah, this shit really working, dog, you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, they were lovers, lovers. and so he, he gets them to release boss, boss lady, and she instead chains up Amanda and Jigsaw. Now, Again, this entire thing was supposed to be like kind of rooting for Jigsaw here, and that you know he's like, oh shit, dog, like you know, you 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 got tricked, you got outplayed, you got outclassed. But again, <laughs> I don't think anyone would. I don't think even if you were a Saw fan, Saw fan or someone, I don't think you would think that gun was loaded at all so i guess you were kind of i mean you know manda was like kind of streaming kind of on some like you know let him go like uh, nah i i know he's fine i know in some weird way he like anticipated this this is all part of his plan and in some capacity he's completely okay um but the uh the girl the drug addict woman i believe her name was vanessa um, he, you know, Jigsaw was like, hey, she needs to go to a hospital. She, you know, she passed the game. She did it. Take her to a hospital. Boss lady just steps on her neck and, like, kills her. And in the meantime, there was a, a, a boy character, uh, character that was introduced earlier. Um, for some reason, it's fucking 11 at night, probably later, and he's fucking outside playing soccer. So, she's like, you know, I know how you feel about innocent people. I think the biggest punishment would be to watch an innocent person die, which, in retrospect, actually, not a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Because he probably would go fucking, fucking crazy at the idea of someone innocent dying. Because that's not what he's supposed to be doing. So they get the boy, they chain him to the other side where Jigsaw is like chained, and they activate the trap. 
and it kind of lay if like forces them to lay down onto like a like a uh a uh a table what is what are those but um balancing beam no like a balancing beam but you know you see that at the park when the kids are like fucking jump up and down and one side goes up and the other side comes down type shit i can't remember what the fuck it's called so i don't know but um so they're laying down like that and basically whoever is downward gets water uh uh water board, uh boarded but like with blood so blood boarded maybe and so you know jigsaw is like you know it's getting choked out and the boy realizes like what's happening like flips so each person has like a, a a switch you know what i'm saying that they're supposed to keep flipping in and out the boy realizes what's going on and flips the switch to his side now he's going down jigsaw goes up get a chance to breathe and jigsaw's like bro what, what the fuck are you doing and kind of holds the switch there and so um parker so this entire time they've been thinking that uh, the money that they got from Chicken John has been in his like control room. So they're like, all right, he's gonna fucking die because he's not gonna let the little boy die. So we can just go get the money and we can head out. And then Amanda's just gonna be trapped here. You know what I'm saying? She's chained up. So they fucking go, you know, grab the uh, grab the um, bag that he th they thought the money was in. And a trick like a gas trap, all the doors in the. Uh, I'm sorry, before they took uh, Parker, before they actually trip the trap, Parker goes, If you were the last person who was supposed to like be on that trap with you, because it's a two person trap, and a boss lady was the last person, in theory, there would be no one else. And so they get them out, they trigger a gas trap, and they just slowly start dying. They're being, uh, I don't know what's in the, the trap, but they start. They, it's something highly chemical. They just, you know, the skin starts boiling and shit. And the only way for them to live is, like, poke their hole out through a, uh, like, a hole in the room. And I think the timer was, like, 10 minutes. Said to, like, survive for 10 minutes. And basically, boss lady just leaves Parker to die, essentially. They try to fight it out, and she stabs him. He dies. And then, you know, it turns out that Jigsaw, the cuffs and stuff that Jigsaw was in, he had a way to release them without the keys. And he gets out. We have this flashback about one of the people Jigsaw tortured. The, the very first one told him about Parker, told him that he was lover, so he already anticipated Parker coming. And so he set all this up with that in mind. He releases the boy, and him, Amanda, and the boy kind of basically walk off into the uh, sunset. And then mid-credits, at the end of the movie, we see the person that pretended he was a patient um, at the beginning of the movie in the cancer therapy session to be hung up and i got a little confused at that part i don't know if that was like a playback to a different movie or not i couldn't remember but we were then we did we then see hoffman who was the i believe he was the first jigsaw like apprentice like the very first one he like he was a big detective in it um which is weird. I always thought Amanda was the only one, but it makes sense that he would have more. So I always thought that they kept doing prequels and things. Or like out of timeline things because they killed off John and they killed off Amanda. So it's like, I guess they didn't really have anyone else. But no, Hoffman was there as an apprentice. So it's kind of weird to... It's kind of weird that they kept going back and forth. But to my, but the I did read that the directors or writers did say that 
and Liongate approves an 11th installment that they wanted that one to be more focused on Hoffman as opposed to John. So maybe going forward, they're going to get rid of the, the John as a character, just keep going with Hoffman, which I think they should have done to begin with. And then as well as, or maybe even, you know, copycat killers in some shape or fashion. It makes more sense. Um, but that's pretty much the movie, the plot's movie, the nutshell. Um, it was kind of lackluster to me, again. But to be fair, let me see here. The budget for the movie was $13 million, And as of right now, box office, it's, uh, I don't know if this is counting first, like, you know, opening weekend or currently but it's sitting on 55.9 million so it made like damn near uh, four times what the budget was so that's kind of a win um so that doesn't necessarily mean that people like the movie hold on i just i just pull it up let's see here IMB, the IMDB rating is 7.1 out of 10 right now. So, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes is on, on Rotten Tomatoes is 81%. IMDB 7.1. Uh, Common Sense Media, I don't know what that is. 3 out of 5. Um, let's see, so, I'm guessing the critic score is 81%, audio score is 90%, so people are liking it, people are liking it, so kind of just seems like I'm the odd man out, um, and again, that could just be because I'm not a fan of the franchise, but I just think it was a little, it didn't really do anything for me. Um, I'm in the midst of watching the other Saw movies right now. Um, I just haven't gotten through. Like, I'm starting to, uh, I'm like in the midst of watching it. I just haven't finished it just yet. But I like, I like the first one. I like the second one. I'm liking the second one. And if, whichever one I watched when I was younger, be it the third or any of the other iterations, I like that, I like that one too. So it's not a matter of me just hating Saw. I just, this particular fan wasn't what I wanted it to be. I wanted to see more traps. I wanted to see like more of his victims like go through this crisis that you would, that I would feel if I was in that fucking predicament. Like, oh, what? This time I got fucking to fucking live. I have to fucking solve my leg. The fucking anxiety, the panic, the fucking, the idea like, like how much do I really want to fucking live? How much do I want to live? For me to do this i didn't feel any of that you know so but I, you know let me know you know let me let me know in the comments um how do you feel about it did you like did you enjoy the movie um i might make a reddit for the for this as well um let me know what you guys think because i just i just wasn't i just wasn't vibing with it and maybe you guys did and it was just like again maybe it was just a me thing but uh where are we at we're at 35 minutes right now i really don't have anything too more to say um in regards to the film um would you guys want they talked about it if 
you know, an 11th installment? Would you guys want to see an 11th installment? And if you did, would you want to see it? Damn. Cameron's out of focus like a motherfucker right now. Hey. Hey, relax. Um, if they did do... What happened? Maybe it was just like that the whole time. I just didn't fucking notice. Uh, but would you guys want to see an 11th installment with Hoffman? Or an 11th installment at all? Do you want them to scrap the series? They did have that spinoff with uh, Chris Rock Spiral. Would you want them to see them do more spinoff? Not necessarily like Spiral. But just spinoff in that regards with with something like copy, copycat killers and just stories outside of the pure connection to John and what he's going up to. Let me know. And uh, like again, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, I, thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm, we're gonna really try our best to guys give you consistent content. It doesn't matter if all three of us is there. If I'm just one there, you will be getting consistent content. I can't promise once every week, but definitely very, you know, definitely at least four or five uh, bare minimum of month. And that's the bare minimum. Um, so again, so, um, damn, I'm losing my fucking train of thought. This is why it's so hard for me to do solo because I'm just so fucking absent-minded. Um, oh, so before I, before, before I go, one last thing I, that I should have did when I was doing the fucking church announcements at the beginning, um, what I'm doing is I'm making a new, like I did say I was making a new YouTube channel, but the reason I'm doing that is because, um, I do, I do also have a podcast where I talk about video games and anime. Now, unfortunately, that podcast is having a very similar issue with this. It's just scheduling and maybe some form of lack of interest from my friends on that podcast. So I decided it was a good idea to just combine, you know, the more movie-based podcast with the video game and anime. Now, that doesn't mean that... Um, that this will all be on just one podcast, uh, what's, what do you, um, like, uh, on Spotify, like, there'll still be two different po uh, podcasts completely, but just for, uh, my mental state and for, you know, what the time I have available, it just makes more sense to just combine it, like, social media-wise, to just combine all of it together, so when you look it up, um, if you see, you know, it will have you know video game content as far as very similar to just how I just did the movies as far as like reviews and more informational based content, not necessarily gameplay and, and the likes like that. And then there will be a uh, a section dedicated to uh, real off topic. And so the name the name just happens to be perfect where it's off topic from the rest of the content on the the channel. And so again. So don't panic if you though you're like, oh what the fuck is all this content? No, you're on the right channel, I promise. I'll put it in the description. I'll put our social medias in the description. I'll put our individual social medias in the description. And thank you again. Thank you for you know vibing. I don't care if it's just if it's <laughs> if it's just two people who've listened to this countless, countless, countless times, or if it's a good or if it's a handful who've you know done their due diligence due diligence, fucking Christ. It's one AM, leave me alone. Um, thank you. We, we really do appreciate it. We're going to keep trying to grind. We're going to try to produce it. We're going to try to get better. Um, you know, this is this is something I've always wanted to do. You know, this is something we just do in our free time as far as, 
talk about movies, talk about anime, talk about video games. That's all we do when we're so we just you know. And why not allow other people to join in on a conversation, um, get some think pieces out of it. So that's all I got to say. Thank you for listening, and I'm out. Peace out.